0: too few
1: to mention. Well, I could have let that go on for another two minutes and finish that song. Jeez. Sorry about the long intro, but I'm not sorry. It's appropriate. It's super appropriate. It's the last one, guys. This is it. This is the last podcast of 2021. The next time you and I are together, it'll be 2022, which I will never, ever, ever get used to saying 2022. It sounds weird. How are we going to say that? How are we going to write it? Okay. I know how to write it, but I mean, I'm still trying to figure out how to write 2021. Let's not forget you're talking to a guy that up till a couple of weeks before my birthday, I thought I was 40, turning 42. I was telling everybody either I was 43 and then I was panicking that I was going to be 44 and then I was like, wait a minute, am I going to be 42, 43? I mean, it was. <laughs> so, how am I ever going to sit there and be like, hey, it's 2022? Like, it just doesn't sound right. And I think you got to say it that way. Look, like, hey, it's 2022. Like, I think that's the only way you can say it. But we made it somehow, some way. <laughs> I keep coming up with funky. Oh, wait, that's the wrong song. Anyway, we made it. And I'm kind of experiencing a little deja vu a little bit. And I was talking to Stuart over at uh, Trash Talk every Tuesday at 8 a.m. About this. I kind of feel a slight sprinkle, if you will, of deja vu. Because when I was doing the wrap-up show, my last show last year of 2020, well, of 2020... And it was just a messed up year. Like, I don't have to recap that year, but it was like, oh my gosh, you just ran a marathon and you were drunk the whole time and blind. Like, you didn't know what was coming. And let's not forget how this year started. Six days into this year, we had the Capitol riots and the invasion and the the, the chaos that ensued in the Capitol that day. I mean that's how our year started after we were just coming off the amazing effect of coronavirus the the political nightmare the joblessness the unemployment the I mean just all these things and as I go into this year I'm looking back and I'm saying well was it better we're all, we're alive and I better say that I'm alive but not everybody is you know not too long ago less than a month ago my uncle Tony Benavania passed away you know now look he (laughs) this man lived an amazing life he was an amazing man built my parents house actually believe it or not And it was very different than than any house in that neighborhood. It stood out. Actually, I believe, and my parents would have to quote me on this or talk to me about this. And I could be wrong, and this could be all make-believe in my head um, because it was so long ago. But I believe they had an issue almost going into that subdivision. It was a brand new subdivision. It wasn't even a subdivision. It was a freaking cornfield and a farm um, area. And we were one of the first houses in there, but there was a major, major developer named Williker, I believe. And one other guy, I thought it started with a B, but I don't remember. And they had kind of dominated that area where my parents were going to be like, as far as like the, you know, Kings of South Lion and New Hudson, which is just a little tiny blip of a town next to South Lion, which is just a little bit bigger of a blip of a town Um. And they were the big ones, and when he came in, he was new new construction to them in that area. And I believe because of the design of my parents' house, I think that there was an issue of some sort with the HOA, which I don't even we don't even the HOA there is so stupid because they don't do anything. They put up some Christmas lights, and uh, I think that's about it. Um, but I think there was an issue, and I'm pretty sure my. My parents and my uncle Tony—they had to—they had to fight that sort of thing. And anyway, they won, which you know, not surprised. Again, I got to find out the details, but I'm—I'm I'm 97% sure that that story I told you was true. And you got to remember, I was young, or at least didn't pay attention or care. I just knew I was moving. Um, but he passed away. I mean, he was going to be 105, or I think 104. So, I mean, that's, that's sad. It breaks my heart, you know? Because he was a great man. But he lived an amazing life. But we lost people. I lost people. You know, Drew. Drew Deanna. That still hits really hard for me. Because of how much he did for me. And how much of a giant soul he was. And I know it's still hurting for his girlfriend, Jade. Because they were more than just girlfriend and boyfriend. And uh, Memphis. Memphis Maxwell. Yeah, it's just the guy who just came into my life in such a strange, unique way, you know? I mean, he's gone. Like, I thought about that the other day. I thought about him, and I thought about Drew. And I was like... How are these guys not here anymore? You know, how are they just not in my life in any fashion? I saw Drew a lot more than I saw Memphis, but how are they not part of the the group anymore? How are they not part of the man cave anymore? And for those of you that are in the man cave, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what the man cave is. You know, how are these guys... How am I not going to see Drew perform? How am I not talking to Memphis on a random day when he calls me to talk about an issue he had with a friend or life or just wanted to open up and talk or he needed help moving furniture? You know, how it, and I know at 43 years old, I know people die. I I understand that. That just makes me scratch my head. But this year, it's almost been a tease. Because on the one side, I am eternally grateful for everything that has happened. Not everything, but that I'm here, I'm healthy, my son's healthy, knock on wood. We, You know that my parents are healthy and my dad had a scare too, you know. I mean, look, my dad had cancer. You know, I haven't talked about that on here. I, it, it didn't feel, it wasn't inappropriate. It just didn't feel appropriate. Matter of fact, there's very few people that know about that. Well, not anymore. I haven't told my friends, my SW besties. I haven't talked to them about it, you know. Stewart didn't even know that. It wasn't that I was holding things from him. I just, or, or my people, I just wanted to make sure everything was okay first. That's just, there's some things, and I think you guys that know me, and then some of you that have been listening in day 1 you know i hold things back a little bit till i'm ready that's just life but he's clear and thank god and we still continue the prayers and he's you know we got him you know he's here but i think about and then i think about the jobs and the finances and you know my finances have shifted a little and i didn't get this promotion and that or this one job that i really wanted to get But then I did get this, you know, it's, it's just, it's, there's been some normal situations that we deal with in life. And then there's been some other things that you're just like, what? And we're still dealing with the political divide, the divided of the United States of dividedness. We're still dealing with COVID and the effect that it has taken, not just on a physical level on a health level, but on the world as on our mental level, on just everything. Prices are through the roof on gas, economy struggling, despite what you might read. Look, people are are hurting. I can tell you firsthand that people are hurting. I can tell you that because I talk to those people. You know, so we're still dealing with that. Government's basically abandoned us. Shocker. I have. And again, this all sounds gloom and doom, but I just think about this because it reminds me of last year. (laughs) Like, oh, it's just, it's like, this is a bad sequel. Like everybody was so excited. Oh, we just got to get this year over with. Got to get this year over with. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, be careful what you wish for. Because you guys wanted this year over with so bad. And six days later, they were storming the Capitol. So let's just calm down. Let's also not forget that we got like five asteroids coming near us like on a daily basis now. Russia's probably going to invade the Ukraine. China hates us. And, you know, they're going to do some stuff. I mean, let's just not forget all these things. So let's just slow our roll and look back and let's be grateful. And I'm not one of those guys. I don't, you know, I don't make... New Year's resolution. I think those are dumb. I, I do. And look, if you do it, I'm sorry. That's cool. Good for you. I don't. You know, I am those guys like, you know, like the gym memberships go skyrocketing through the roof and then a month later they fall flat on their face. That's what a resolution does. Look, if you want to do something, you don't got to announce it to the world, put it on your calendar, put it in your mental notes, put it on the refrigerator and just do it. I don't want to hear like, "Well, my New Year's resolution is." I don't care. Just shut up and do it. (laughs) Good God, give me a break. I need to drink more water. Okay, friggin', why? Why do you have to tweet about it? Just do it. Drink more water. Shut up. You want a cookie? But one thing that has not changed for me is the drive to do things better and I fail every day. I get up and I make a mistake or you know, you take two steps forwards and two steps back, and I think that's one of the things that we forget when we sit there and we try to be better people. Whatever that may be. That when we do stumble and fail, it's okay. Guess guess what? As long as you're alive, you can reset again and again and again. You know, it's not like a video game, okay? You don't run out of lives. You can just keep going. Try again. And it's hard to tell ourselves that. It's hard to tell myself that. It's it's really hard because there's some days I, especially with dealing with my son when I question like, okay, did we play too much over the last several days and and did did I not teach him anything? We didn't work on our letters or we didn't work on our numbers and I need to practice with him drawing more. And uh, you know what? We forgot to practice boxing. Oh man, we didn't go to soccer. You know, like <laughs> overanalyzing that sort of stuff. And in reality, we might have played too much, but he still learns stuff. He's still learning those communication skills and all that. But I start to think about when he's five, I'm like, man, I got to get him ready because I want him to just be good in school. I want to be so much better than I could ever be all right, hey, buddy, we got to practice our letters. Yeah, but dad, I'm playing cars. Uh, Clearly, my my floor looks like a used parking lot. You know, and I start to question myself. And then I question on those days where I'm not communicating with him well enough, or maybe I'm extra tired. And he has a moment where he, it's not even so much as a tantrum as a breakdown or stubbornness, or he's talking back and maybe I kind of lose it. I'm not losing in a way where I'm physical because trust me, I'm not, but maybe I just kind of like, I don't know how to deal with him. You know, I don't know how to communicate with him because I'm tired. I'm busy. I'm trying to make dinner. He's throwing a fit because he's four and a kid and can't, you know, can't figure out how to process his emotions. I'm trying to talk to him. I'm going, I'm doing every, every angle I can think of. And you know what I mean? And he's just button heads or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I failed him. And then he's got to go to his mom's tomorrow. Ah, he's going to remember that. You know, you just beat yourself up as a a dad or mom or parent or human being. But guess what? You can reset. It's okay. It's just okay. (laughs) You know, I make mistakes, but I have not given up. And I think that's what this year, the last couple of years is. It's just not giving up. It's just moving forward. And I have my moments, man. I'm not some perfect dude. You know, I'm not playing that game. And I do the things I want to do the way I want to do them. And that's just life. But I do it in a different direction. I do it with my son in mind and and bettering myself and bettering the people that are around me. Because I'm not easy to be around sometimes. I don't know if you know that or not, but I'm not. And that's what I keep looking at this year. Okay, guess what, Brandon? You didn't, you didn't save as much as you wanted to. You might have got a little excited around Halloween and Christmas. spent a little extra. Who cares? Your car you know, is on its last leg, but it's still working. And you're looking for a new one. And guess what? You're in a position where you can get a new one. I and mean, yeah, it's going to take a hit, but you're okay. Okay. You haven't moved yet. You had to stay in your apartment for another year. You haven't moved yet. Okay. Is that a bad thing? You have a place to live. Like, so those goals haven't, maybe weren't met, but doesn't mean that they failed. It, we're still here because on the positive side, you're still here. I think sometimes, as as the year comes to an end, I think it's just natural to kind of look back at things. Even if you're not one of those people that makes resolutions, or even if you are, it's just natural. I mean, everything's winding down. You know, school is at the halfway point. If you're in school or you have kids, your work, genuinely speaking, no matter what you do, for the most part, is a really busy time of year. So. You're wrapping it up. You're coming to year's end. You got reports to do. You've got deadlines, you know, things like that. Even with this podcast, I had this whole month plotted out a month ago and I knew that I needed to get it done. You know, it's wrapping up and you're resetting. You're just resetting. Even if you're not like resetting on a major change in your life, come January 1, You've reset. You Look, your, your clocks have reset, you know, as far as showing the dates and all that. Your phone says a new year. You're writing new things on checks if you still write checks. You know, you're, you're having to sign documents with a new year. Your paychecks will say a new year. There's new seasons of shows and movies. And, you know, you're, you're just resetting. So I think it's natural for everybody to go, okay, let's go. Whatever that may be, whatever form you do that in. For me, I want to look at some of the the points in my life this year where I could have been better and try to make them better. But more than anything in the world, I am just super grateful and happy, even though I don't sound like it, (laughs) that I'm still healthy, knock on wood. I'm not perfect. I got some things I got to work on about to be a lot better. That I've got the people in my life, even at times when I feel like, because I will be real, and I think I've said it, there are times I feel like, I don't want to say I'm alone, but I might feel lonely. And I'll never admit that again. But I'm happy with the people I got in my life. And I got new people this year. I mean, I've got three people that I talk to on a regular basis like an ongoing sometimes we are just annoying I'm sure I know I'm annoying but on a regular basis and I care like I care about these people like when I don't hear from one of them for a while I'm looking in the group message like yo anybody check on her anybody check on her anybody they're all girls I've already said that I don't like guys. I don't want to hang out with guys. I mean, (laughs) I got a few guys that I talk to and that's it, but, but they're there. You know, it's to think that I just, you know, met new friends in my way of living. That's tough because I'm not going out on a reg. I'm not hitting up bars. I don't work in in the bars anymore. You know, so it's not like I can just randomly meet people. The very few times that I get to hang out with people, they are planned and if if they have to be canceled that month, well, I'm going to have to wait a whole month. Because I'm not just going to go out the next weekend. You know? Forget the fact that I'm 43, I'm just not going to go out the next weekend. I got to work, I got responsibilities. And if you ever, if I'm ever going to get out and do what I want to do, then I can't just be going out all the time, but I managed to make new friends. That's awesome. You know, Luke and I have gone to new places. We've gone camping. We've gone to the cabins, tiny houses. I've ventured, I've explored more places. I'll say in the last two years in Texas than I have in the nine years before that. I mean, I mean, seriously, that's true. I've done more things with my son and going to new places in the last over a little over two years than I did in the last prior before he was born. And that's not to say I didn't do much. I'd go to Dallas and Fort Worth and Denton and we'd go to the cities. We'd go to concerts. But as far as exploring, like it took me this long. It took me like 10 years to get to Waco (laughs) or to go to any of the state parks. Like I hadn't gone to any state park. In the first eight years I was here, like, like not saying I didn't go to parks or lakes, but state parks, I didn't go. Yeah, we would go to broke. I guess technically we'd go to Broken Bow and stuff a lot, but that's in Oklahoma. I'm talking about Texas. I've done more. So, I mean, that's awesome. And now we've got more plans. Like I'm planning some summer stuff and winter or yeah, winter stuff. And then I think about some of the things, you know, I got to look forward to on top of that stuff. I'm going to WrestleMania again in Dallas. Like that's insane to me. And it's insane to me because I thought when I remember when I was younger, I was like, if I can make it to one WrestleMania, I'll be happy. Well, this will be number three. Pretty awesome. Two of which are in Texas. Texas. I'm seeing the Foo Fighters in August, knock on wood. Fingers crossed, everybody pray, sacrifice a goat, whatever you got to do. And I know August is a long way away, but that means I'm going back to Colorado because that's where they're playing to go see Foo. Bucket list checked off. And I told you guys when I, you know, when I went to the Guns N' Roses concert, I said, look, I got to see Foo. After that, I don't care. Yeah, I'll go see some smaller bands. And yeah, obviously when Luke's ready to go to concerts, I, wanna, I would love to go with him. And I will, because I'm probably going to take them to some. I don't know what they'll be, but I said, Food Fighters for me is the bucket list thing, and and I'll be done after that because they're expensive, blah, blah, blah. Well, they happen to go on sale, and because Luke's part of the food club, I got discounted tickets, and the closest, most logical place to fly to, because they're not coming to Texas again, was Colorado. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait, okay. I'm buying tickets. My sister's in Colorado, her girlfriend's in Colorado, my cousin's in Colorado, I've got three friends in Colorado. Yep, this is happening. And it's going to be a super short trip, but I'm going to see Foo Fighters, and I'm going back to Colorado. And I haven't been to Colorado in four years. The last time I went, Luke was in in the womb. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, trying to hook up some sort of event with, with my friends, you know, and see if we can all meet up. But there's other events too. We're going camping, you know, we so there's a lot of stuff. The book is coming out. The book will be coming out. January, I got a deep dive into that situation. So we'll talk all about that. No more procrastination on that. It's no more, put it off, put it off, put it off. It's, it's coming. So I got, I got that to look forward to. I got this podcast to look forward to that. look it's growing. Someone's, someone's sponsoring me right now. I'm just kidding. Oasis. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Trash talk is growing. I mean, it is, and we got a whole bunch of ideas. So there are things to look forward to going into the new year that can get you excited. If you really think about them, the changes, the growth, there's excitement. You can look at this year and it may not have been perfect, and there may have, there definitely has been some downright awful things that have happened. I know everybody wants to end the year on a positive note. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Look, the year's not over yet, okay? We got a couple days. A couple days. Anything can happen. So let's keep our fingers crossed that it doesn't go south, okay? It's not, we, we can't afford it, guys. Literally. the other thing too is if you just think about those small little victories it can really motivate you man it really can and you can look back at this year which has seemed long and be like hey we made it I don't know what everybody's doing for New Year's Eve I'm not doing anything I'm hanging out with Luke we're gonna party I mean seriously like I think last year we jammed out I think there was a Foo Fighters concert on this year I'm going to see we'll probably go out, get some food maybe go out to eat early I got a disco ball put it on the floor turn it on it spins lights so we're going to have a dance party for sure that's happening watch movies go to bed I don't even think I'll see the ball drop I mean I, honestly I won't last year I didn't him and I just hung out I think we were in bed by like 10 both of us I was like I'm out So, you know, I'm excited. He's excited. He gets put on his party hats and all that. Funny hats. I got some sparkling apple juice. I'll see if he likes it. Thought he might think it'd be fancy. But that's about it. You know, I don't need to go out and party, man. Look, I just, (laughs) there's so much going on. I mean, half the time I'm broke by New Year's Eve, you know. But I've done a lot of things. I mean, I was the officiant in my boy's wedding. And look, I'm not going to lie to you. It was a stressful situation leading up to it. Not the, doing the officiating. That was a cakewalk. I mean, that was easy. It was just other things that developed leading up to it that I was having issues with. But to say that, I got to watch my friend from the start of their relationship to the marriage. And I was the officiant. Started off as just the GM And then I was their bartender. I was the same thing, GM and bartender, when I met him. To find out he was going to go on a date with a girl. And he would come to the bar after his dates and hang out. And then finally he brought her to the bar. Took him a while. I got to make sure. And here we are, eight years later. I got to say eight. It's not nine. It's at least eight. It's maybe, maybe seven and a half. But okay, between seven and eight. I'm not good at time. I mean, I just know when it happened. And then now I got to officiate it. I mean, that, that was really cool to do. Like, it is an honor when somebody asks you to do that. You know, not just be not they're not just like, hey, we can save money money if we have Brandon do it. Like, no, I mean, to get up there and they trust you enough to just go ahead and say it. And trust me enough to say what I gotta say. That was like that. That happened this year. There's a lot of things that happened this year that were monumental or moments, you know, big moments. Some little moments that turned big. And I think that as we approach the new year, that's what we gotta think about. It's real easy to look back and go, "This year, blue and this and that and blah blah blah." It's easy to do that. It's so easy to do that because this year's given us a lot of reasons to look like crap. You know what I mean? I don't feel older. I don't. Some days my, my legs hurt, but I'm a kind of excited of this next phase, so to speak, because I'm getting back into a lot more healthier ways. Not to say that I'm unhealthy. I mean, my drinking is cut down to like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm boring. I'm running more, working out a little bit more. Hit the weights the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's not just push-ups, you know, and sit-ups and all that. Hit the weights a little. Trying to trim down a little. Getting some fighting shape again. Because the holidays just put on a little, you know. You're going to, you know, everybody's making cookies and dropping off. Oh, yay, Brandon, you know, I made these chocolate peanut butter. Okay, you had me at, I made. So give me seven of those and four for the way home you know you just can't help it genuinely I would drink a little bit more but I haven't been so that's been helping a lot but I'm just watching it you know watching things getting back you know did the 5k got another 5k coming up then we've got in March the big D climb first time back in the big D climb in four years five years so that's a big deal because I used to do it every year So, you know, you're setting the tone for how you're going to attack the new year. What are you guys going to do? Are you guys going to go out? Do you guys do resolutions? Is that a thing? Or no? I think one of the biggest things for me, if I had to pick one thing is, besides stop over, over thinking certain things, is really just letting go. It's hard for me and it's always been hard for me. It was a lot harder back in the day, trust me, um, to let things go. And I'm not just talking about like grudges or or things. Just to let go stuff that happens. Even things that you have done wrong. We hold that so tight. Like I've done a lot of crappy stuff in my life, you know. Um, and we hold that so tight and those chains just hold us down. I think it's just time to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm good. I'm done. It sucks. I can't change it, but I don't have to do it again. Let other people continue to hold that crap. You know, if you've done something wrong and you got other people that are affected by it and they still look at you that way, and it's like when I was talking about perception, if they still view you that way or they still think of you a certain way, cares live rent-free in their head I can tell you right now I live rent-free in a lot of people's heads there are people that listen to this podcast right now just so they can go gossip about it I promise you that and just just because I live rent-free in their head and they're gonna go say that well I think he was talking about me look I if you think I was talking about you then you clear okay great you clearly need a life leave me alone <laughs> Because I don't care. I mean, I can't... I mean, I, I say this for a reason. Because I think all too often we sit there and we think about those people in our lives that either aren't in our lives anymore because of a falling out or life or you just can't figure out why. Or you think about those people that, you know, maybe you wronged them. Maybe they wronged you too. Maybe you both wronged each other. And you just... And you hold on to that that baggage, and then they won't let it go. So everybody they talk to, they're going to talk to you uh, about you. Well, you know they did this. I'm going to tell you right now, I could care less. I don't care, and I think it's just about letting go. Sorry it happened. It sucks. I'm not that guy anymore, but you don't see that? Cool. Bye. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I'm not that girl anymore, you know? Whatever it is. I know I live rent free in people's heads, but hey, if they're gonna keep on listening to my podcast, all I'm gonna tell them is this: you guys are making me money, so thank you, thank you. Please go gossip about the podcast and come back next week for a new episode. Because I don't care. (laughs) Just (laughs) you know, they wait for you to fail. You know, people. You got those people on social media is a big one where they just wait for you to fail. They can't wait think about failures. Like when a celebrity just gets drunk in public, we're like, I got to see the video, you know, or so-and-so. Oh, this person brought out another sex tape. (laughs) Shocker. Oh, they're back in rehab again. Like, why would you, why would we wish that on anybody? Do you really want somebody to be in rehab again? People love to watch people fail. It's crazy, man. It's, it's awful. I'm sure there's people that would love to watch me fail. And you know what? I can't wait to sit there and prove them wrong. I'm like, man, you suck. You have like an image and you want me to fail. That's awful. Like, I don't want to sit back. Like I don't sit back in anybody's life and go, man, I hope you fail. I used to do that probably back in the day. Cause I just had a really bad vengeance issue. I don't feel that way at all. I don't want you to fail. Just go live your life. What I want you to do is leave me alone. But, and that's my big thing. I think going into besides staying focused and being better and working on myself and 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 really trying to just be the best I can be for me and anybody in my life, and especially my son, I think I just want to let go more. I mean, I I don't think that that's like a a resolution or anything, or I'm going to make a, you know, uh, (laughs) a pie chart and how I'm going to do that. But I think I just want to, I think that's what I want to do though, because it is important and you do feel better. It's just a hard process and there is no easy way. But the new year is a good opportunity to go. Okay, I'm going into the new year with that mantra. I'm gonna let go. That's what I'm gonna do. So I'm gonna let go of this of this podcast because I'm done guys. That's it. I want to wish everybody a happy New year. healthy. be safe if you're going out partying. Let me know. Go check out Facebook The Life of an Average Joe podcast or Instagram or Twitter. Let me know. email me the life of an average Joe podcast at gmail.com. Email me what's up. Give me some comments, feedbacks. Hey, you know what else I like? I like reviews, guys. Good or bad. You can review me on any platform, Apple Podcast, Anchor, what have you. And make sure that you do at least go check out my boys in Austin, Oasis Texas Brewing. Come on. Oasis is awesome. And I'll be there in January next month. Can't wait to do that live podcast. We've got a lot. Actually, I've got a lot of fun stuff planned for January. You're going to see some changes to the Life of an Average Show podcast. I've got a guest coming on in January. I'm going to be uh, two live shows in January. Then I've got a guest. We've got a lot of guests coming on. I've got three guests lined up already. I'm very excited about this. But I couldn't do it without you guys. You guys have been awesome supporting uh, even the negative feedback. It's feedback. I'll take it. And uh, for everybody that uh, just listens just to listen, thank you. Just listens just to gossip, I thank you too. Because guess what? Every listen puts a smile on my face. So I really appreciate the support. I'll be back next year. Next year. Oh, my God. It's creepy. Anyway, thanks again, guys. Have a great new year. Be safe.